everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Comic Vacation Podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Almir. And as you can see, unfortunately, the, the, the man, the myth, the legend is not here yet again. Hopefully, he will be back next week. Um, he's still on that R&R with his family. Uh, I believe they're coming back the 24th, so he should be back in time for the next one. But uh, yeah, no, no promises because I thought he was going to be back for this one, but he was out a little longer than I thought he was. So yeah, um, before we get started, I just wanted to talk to uh, audio listeners really quick. Um, we decided that because we don't want to constrain ourselves to how long we can uh, record. So what we're going to do is... If things get a little long and the file gets too big, we're going to cut the podcast in uh, in half and then uh, put it up on. And this is only, again, only for audio listeners. If you're on YouTube, you're fine. But uh, if you're on anything else, uh, it, it'll come out in two parts, but it'll, it'll still be the same day. So you'll, you'll still get the uh, entire podcast the same time everyone else does. But uh, we just figure that's better than... Uh, uh damaging the quality of the sound or limiting ourselves to how long we can go because we i mean when we get on a roll we don't want to stop just because what if the uh you know thing is going to be a little bit too big so that's what she said right <laughs> uh, but, all right so let's get started i guess because we probably got quite a bit of a uh, of San Diego Comic Con news. All right, so so let's get started. San Diego Comic Con news right here. So NECA has brought in one last exclusive. It is a um, Z- Zombo uh, action figure from singer and songwriter Rob Zombie. I love Rob Zombie. My uh, my ringtone is a uh, living dead girl, but yeah, so it, it's definitely a nice uh, nice uh, figure, and we do have the prices on most things except for the. I don't think we have it for the uh, Zombo figure yet, um. So they're right here. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pre mutant pack is one fifty. The thing for the uh, anniversary poster figure is $50. Gremlins 2 Wedding Greta is $50. And Dungeons and Dragons Lost Wave 4 pack is $100. Alright, we're going to skip over that. Uh, Just a a note, if you go to Parks and Cons on on whatever you're on, uh, I believe they they do a lot on YouTube, but they also do things like they have their own podcast as well. They are really knowledgeable about everything San Diego Comic Con, so they are a really good place to go for like tips and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, Comic Con Museum is hosting a Spider-Man inductee event. Uh, I wonder if it's paid. Uh... 
Let me only say if, if there are tickets to it. Oh, no, here it is. Tickets will be available now for $250 each. And yeah, so there's also a red carpet reception package for four people for $2,500. So these are actually pretty pricey tickets. Um, so yeah, it, I mean, I'm not sure if you get anything from it. I mean, I'll, I mean, obviously you get to go to the event, but I mean, I assume you probably get some swag, but it doesn't say what. If you didn't get any swag from that, I'd be so disappointed. Wouldn't you? <laughs> All right. All right. Next up, um, the parking lottery. Like, I, I'm taping this on Sunday the 19th. I think it's the 19th. Uh, uh, yeah, it's the 19th. So, Sunday the 19th, and um, tomorrow starts uh, Group 1 of the uh, parking lottery. So, if you if you won Group 1, unfortunately, this is going to come out too late to tell you. But if you're in Group 2, it's going to be, like, week after week after week. So, whatever group you're in, like, next week will be uh, Group 2, which I think I'm in. So... I'm going to have to go there on Monday, uh, and it starts at, like, I believe, 10 a.m., so just keep that in mind. Uh, Funko is doing this whole Funkoville thing. Um, it's going to have, uh, it's going to have the Mondo store, because they, they got the rights to, Funko got the rights to them, and it's going to be this whole big thing, and this, this is not, like, an a uh an outside like activation type of thing this is an actual this is gonna be on the floor of the con so expect for like funko and everything to be really busy and there's no word yet on if you can only go in here if you have like funko or mondo like if you have like a you know if you have eh, if you have the right, to, if you drawn the right to buy stuff from them, there's no, uh, there's no news on if you can go in just if you're just a regular attendee. And apparently, they're also getting a Hall H panel, so they they're big, man. Hall H is a big thing. Um, Gentle Giant has their first exclusive, which is a pretty badass stormtrooper. Um, it's a bust three dimensions and it's $200 so it's pretty badass but it's pretty pricey as well uh, so oh, there was a little bit more news Comic-Con International is telling those who emailed before the deadline that information has not yet been provided for aged out children badges. Um, so basically, we don't have the uh, information yet for people who, during the pandemic, their kids aged out and now they have to buy tickets. So it's, it looks like uh, parents will be waiting a few more weeks. This is a very, very uh, niche problem, though. Oh, it looks like a. What is it done? Select? Oh. I f oh, they just added this one. Okay, so the, so the uh, gentle giant is being put in the diamond select also. So I'm not sure why I thought gentle giant was its own thing. 
uh, Symbiote Studios has its first exclusive, which is a tote bag. Oh, wait, no, it's a second one. We already did this one, though. So, so the uh, they have a tote bag, which is $15. And then let's just show this one. This uh, Optimus Prime uh, Catnip Bravo. They turned Catnip, my, their mascot, into Optimus Prime, and it's a $29.99 or $30 uh, 12-inch plush. Uh, let's see what's now. So, Abbott Elementary School will be at Comic-Con with a fan experience, and once your fan art, I mean, so you can enter between now and July 10th, and they accept, and they take JPEGs, PNGs, GIFs, or PDFs. But, uh, I'm not sure if there are going to be prizes. Uh, yeah, each of the grand prize will have their artwork displayed at the event at the Alameda, at the, I'm sorry, Abbott Elementary, uh, at the art event. And the, you'll get an Abbott Elementary t-shirt. So, I mean, it's not like you should put a lot of effort into this, really. Um, it's not something that's going to net you, like, some huge prize. All right, next up is uh, Professional Reg. Most of you aren't going to have to deal with this anyways, but it ha it, it did open. Um, some Alex Ross exclusives are out. You got this Black Adam one, which is crazy. Uh, 75 pieces, and it's $195. And then you have this guy right here, Moon Knight, Fist of Vengeance, $350. $95 and it looks like it's limited to 50 pieces. And then you got this guy. Who's that guy? That's Batman. Batman, Defender of Gotham. Uh doesn't look like this one. Oh yeah, 100 pieces and it's $395. Alex Ross is pretty sought after, so if you want some of this stuff, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pay for it. Uh, Star Trek, uh, Star Trek's uh, 10 Forward, the experience takes over San Diego Comic-Con watering hole. Um, this is not a free event. This is a $60 for general admission, which includes admission to cocktails, food, and access to the store and photo ops, or you can pay $125 for a VIP chef's table, which includes everything the general admission ticket does, plus entry to reserve seating, an elevated food experience, uh, bespoke testi tasting flight, and a curated gift bag of swag. Um, if you're paying 125 the swag better be really good. I'm not sure if I, I mean, depends on how good the food is too. So they're turning it into the South Park watering hole. It's being brought by uh, Paramount Plus. I mean, if if you got the money, might be a cool thing to check out. Uh, San Diego SDCC unofficial blog has updated their frequently asked questions. They are a great place to get some information, so you should definitely check them out. Um, Tron Dance Party has to Comic Con. Um, this one is the D twenty three party. So, and the good news is it says member D twenty three members can. Yeah. Um, 
So all all memberships apparently can like actually buy these tickets, which means that from what I I think that includes like the uh what you call it, the free ones. So basically it's forty five dollars for gold members and sixty five for general members. And they go on sale at June twenty first at ten PM. Um when's the actual uh, so it's uh, the uh, the party is on July twenty first, so that's a Thursday, at eight eight p.m. to eleven p.m. Doors will open at seven thirty. Oh, and here's here's my problem. I, I'm not gonna be there. I don't think I'm not gonna be there till Friday. So <laughs> sucks for me. But uh, yeah, I mean it might be a fun thing to uh, go see. D twenty three usually brings it for Comic Con. And here we go, people. Here we go. I, to be honest, I can make a whole, a whole like section out of this. Part of me wants to. You know, you know what? I'm gonna make this the next, uh, the next one. Uh, I'm gonna cut out one of the uh, segments, and I'm gonna make that its own fucking thing. So you're gonna have to wait a little while longer. Just a little while longer. But you know you want it, so keep listening. All right, yesterday's uh, San Diego Comic-Con exclusives, they got these uh, pin sets. They are $20 each, and uh, they have 200 pieces. So you got Spider-Man here, and you basically got different sets of Spider-Man. And then you got these guys right here for $10 each. And then this one right here for $20. I mean, I think I already did the uh, Misfit ones. But well, they're $10 each, I believe. And then the t-shirts are $32. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Collider hosting directors on directing panel at San Diego Comic-Con. So if, you, if you're going to be there uh, and you're interested in that, definitely check it out. Um, let's see what's next. Uh, X-Men, the animated series, 30th anniversary panel. They're going to have one at uh, Comic-Con for that. Uh, next, uh, uh, let's see who they've added to the uh, list of uh, Comic-Con special guests. Mark Wheatley, artist of The Millers, Two Broke Girls, and Song of Giants. Uh, Leela Sturges, writer of Lumberjanes and the Magicians. Tula Lote, Lote? yeah, An illustrator, founder, director of Thought Bubble Festival and Barnstormers. Uh, Jim Lee, if I got to tell you who Jim Lee is, you shouldn't be here. Um, Mark Hempel, artist, writer of the Sandman, Gregory, Tug, and Buster. And uh, Tommy uh, a, a D oh god a day a dime a dime okay writers of Children of Blood and Bone Children of Virtue and Vengeance so yeah some some new ones Jim Lee is a huge one although I wouldn't know why he wouldn't come that would be stupid uh, they they brought out the uh, fairy schedule information. Um, uh, so it looks like uh, they're looks like they're going to be open from a uh, nine ten 
to 1040-ish. You won't be going through, or, or I'm sorry, 1055. So about uh, 9 to uh, 11, I guess. Yeah, so if you need the ferry, that's <laughs> that. Those are the hours, I guess. Uh, lounge fly. Actually, I don't want to do. Uh, so lounge fly has done. I'll I'll do it, even though they're technically part of a uh, Funko. Um, it's gonna. This is gonna be in the Funko build play. So I'm guessing it's gotta be like a open to everyone, because I don't think you need a like a lottery draw for the lounge fly. But yeah, so they got this. Uh, uh, Gamora cosplay mini backpack. Uh, this Captain Carter mini backpack. <laughs> this uh, skeleton glow in the dark cosplay uh, of Stitch backpack. Uh, uh, the Princess and the Frog Louise uh, glow in the dark uh, backpack. Uh, Star Wars Tuscan Raider mini backpack. These are all mini backpacks, by the way. Um, uh, Fantastic Beast is, oh God, Zuru, a light up backpack. And then we got up uh, Carl mini backpack. I think that's up. Oh, they, oh shit, they didn't even say. <laughs> yeah, but that's got, that's up. Um, a corpse bride mini backpack uh a, a gorgon a demigorgon backpack and it actually comes with a uh demigorgon pop that glows in the dark i believe and then this uh where is it ahsoka backpack from star wars or no i'm sorry ahsoka purse Ooh, almost uh messed that one up all right I did mess that one up, but anyways, um, uh, Patrick Ballesteros uh, has brought us another another one. He's been working hard, man. He's done a lot of this stuff. So he's got this one, which is called uh, "You're My Everything." It's a twenty one of his uh, twenty five cent prints, even though it's not actually twenty five cents. Um, I don't know how much this is gonna be. $25. Oh, it's not part of this 25 cent print. That's $25. I'm a dumbass. Anyways, um, so yeah, this one's $25. It's 10 by 10 print. It's a pretty good size for $25. Uh, definitely will size. So yeah, check it out. And then we got uh, Marvel, the, the flags have been starting to show off, uh, show up with Marvel's uh, She-Hulk. Um, yeah, I actually really want to see that show. Uh, the Lord of the Rings, the Ring of Power will, uh, is going to be at Comic-Con, I believe with a, uh, it's getting a Hall H, uh, panel. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if we saw a activation as well, because this is going to be a big one, a big one of, I, I forget who, who's it through, I guess. Maybe HBO or I, I forget who's doing it, but it's going to be a big one for whatever streaming platform it's on. Hyperactive Monkey did their first exclusive. Um, it's going to be 120 pieces, six by nine print, and it's $10. That's it right there. I mean, it looks pretty cool, but 
there's a lot of open space on that. Um, yeah. Last page. Uh, J JYK uh, did an exclusive. Uh, they have a couple of different prints right here. Um, five by sevens, eight dollars each, at, and they'll be at DB24. I can't remember if that's small press or artist alley, but that's where they'll be. And I think I already showed these stickers, but they'll be three dollars each. And they have uh, they have this one of the Mandalorian, and of course, Baby Yoda. I don't care what his name is. I'm calling him Baby Yoda. And yeah, that I definitely showed that one. All right, next up. Funko Fun Days is returning to San Diego Comic-Con. Unfortunately, by the time you listen to this, the sale will already be over. So hopefully you know that the sale is going to be on the 21st of this week, which is Tuesday. Um, and it's going to be between 10. They're going to put it at some point. They're going to put it up on their social media between 10 and 2 when you can buy the tickets. These are the hardest tickets. Even if you know when it's going to be, it's going to be very hard to get these tickets. Uh, I will be trying, but uh, wish me luck because I've tried for many years and I've never got them. All right. Uh, Harbor Drive is closing yet again this year. Uh, not surprising at all to anyone. It shouldn't be that surprising to anyone at all. It, it, it's happened, I believe, last year, maybe even the year before, or I'm sorry, not last year, but the 2019, maybe even 2018 as well. I can't remember. Um, uh, Beeline is going to have these Stormtrooper uh, Peaky Mugs. Uh, does not say how much they're going to be quite yet. Yeah, right here, there's no, uh, there's no word on pricing yet. Now, here's the thing. It says Stormtrooper Tiki Mugs. I don't know if it's going to be like a three-pack or if it's just or if they're just going to sell these singular, so, you know, one one by one. But seeing as how they grouped them all into one a picture and it says uh, Stormtrooper Tiki Mugs, that's plural. I mean, I would think that it would be a three-pack. So, but hey, you never know. With Comic Con, uh, I'm not going to go into panels and else because we don't have enough to really make that worth it for me. Um, uh, Priscilla Wilson has uh, announced her like like basically shows her drops and everything. Um, I mean, if you want the limited edition 21 Seaside Sony, you're only going to get be able to get a, a preview night. It looks like um, the uh, limited edition Sunbather Sony. You're only going to get uh, Thursday. Uh, limited edition 606 blind bag pins. You can get it basically any day with no limit. Uh, the, uh, the first three have a limit of one. Um, limited edition uh, Sony Love San Diego is going to be any day, no limit. Uh, limited edition S and T Love San Diego 
limited edition. Uh, it's going to be no limit any day of the con, including preview night. Um, framed watercolors is only going to be Saturday morning, and it's going to be limited to one person. One per person, I'm sorry. Uh, pen and ink originals is only going to be Saturday and Sunday, and it's going to be no limit. Uh, and then you have free sticker of the day, so uh, it's going to be one per person, and uh, it sounds like there's going to be a different one each day. And free uh, autograph NFT is going to be one per person every day. It doesn't say whether you can, I mean, I assume with the stickers you can get them any day, but um, it, it's uh, for the NFT, you might only be able to get one. I don't know. So uh, Be Cute uh, has this uh, coconut and floof are getting the plush treatment. Um, it's going to be $20 at booth 2449, which I'm guessing is Be Cute. So this is it right here. Does it say how big it is? It does not. That's weird. Uh, and then we got Big Moof. <laughs> Quiet smile variant. Uh, so these, so it's gonna have a variant as well, um, and these are gonna be twenty dollars. All right. So that's it for that one. Let's go back now. That's right, people. That's right. It is time. It is time. It is time for San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con Funko Exclusives. This is a big one. All right, so we're gonna do this in a completely separate segment because it's Funko. <laughs> Come on now. All right, let's 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 get started. All right, so we'll, we'll do that last. Um, first up we got uh, Jumbo Retro Toys Transformer Unicron right here, and he's a Jumbo. Then we got uh, Serpentor. Oh, this one, by far the one I want the most. Uh, G.I. Joe. Ooh. Um, we got uh, Masters of the Universe Laser Power He-Man. Uh, he looks pretty cool. And then this one, this one's pretty cool. Uh, it's a uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle meets Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So it's kind of like a mashup. You got Donatello as the Black Ranger and you got Leonardo as the Blue Ranger. Right there. That's pretty cool. And then you got from the Amazing Spider-Man, Silk. It's really cool. And um, this one is Miss Minutes from Loki. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not really that keen on this one. Uh, you got uh, he who remains from Loki. I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't even seen Loki yet. You got uh, American America Chavez from a uh, Doctor Strange, and then you got Spider Man 2099. Next up, you got a uh, I believe it's a metallic. Yeah, metallic Charmander. Like, 
Pokemon are almost if it's an SD uh, CC exclusive, it's almost always going to be a, a like in, in demand. Uh, Cass and Andor from Star Wars. Then you got a uh, Deku My Hero Academia skateboard deck. Uh, Yuji Itadora Itadori with Slaughter Demon. Um, from Jujutsu Kaisen. I have not seen this show yet. I, I really do need to start watching it. But uh, yeah, that sorry, sorry, I don't know the name. But uh, then you got Attack on Titan Queen Historia. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Goku in Driving School. <sighs> I wish they would stop making Gotos as uh, SDCC exclusives. Don't get me wrong, I love Goku. Everyone loves Goku, but there's a billion pops of him. If you're gonna make a Dragon Ball Z or any Dragon Ball character, make someone make something new and innovative. Don't just give me the same shit repackaged over and over again. Uh, my Hero Academia Gran Torino. I might go for this. I, he's one of my favorite characters in uh, My Hero Academia, so maybe. Uh, Black uh, Cur uh, Curse Dan. Curse Santon. Oh, I'm gonna fuck up his name. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, uh, and he's flocked. So yeah. And then we got uh, a Purge tro Trooper from Star Wars. Um, it looks pretty good. I, I don't really care for the Star Wars ones as much just because they have the bobbleheads. And I'm not big on bobbleheads, you know. Um, we got Chocho from, uh, from Burrito. Again, not big on Burrito, so probably won't go for that. Um, Demon Slayer, Enmu. Uh, don't watch Demon Slayer, so uh, probably not going to go for that. I, I should probably give Demon Slayer another shot. Um... Batman Returns the Penguin in Duck Ride. This is a rides. So, um, I'll probably go after this. I, I don't usually buy rides, but Batman Returns is one of my favorite Batmans. And, I mean, I loved Danny DeVito's Penguin. So, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Starfire from Justice League. I mean, she's cool, but Justice League really isn't my thing. Uh, we got a Sodas, uh, Larsley's, and he's got a Chase, and this was one of the few limited pieces. It's 5,000 pieces. Um, then we got, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Star, uh, Star, uh, Lord Sto uh, Soda. We got, oh god, um, Hatsune Miku with Diamond Glitter Chase. A virtual singer. So if you like her, <laughs> go get go out and get it. I guess. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Bilbo Baggins with Chase. You got him a regular him, and then him lusting after the ring. And then we got uh, Huckleberry Hound, Hanna Barbera, Blacklight, Oak oh, Chase. I don't know about these sodas, man. I I don't hate them. I don't necessarily love them either. Uh, Soda Auto. And they got two different chases. I'm gonna be honest with you. When the chase is just a repaint, I give two shits and a fuck. I really do. Uh, they got this T-shirt right here. Uh, this is one of those ones where I think this could go. Uh, 
this this could be a big one. And it's uh the well in the dark uh Sonic uh in his uh supersonic form uh fist appearance. I always called it a supersonic form, but whatever. Um Bambi with a butterfly on his tail. And then here here's what I was talking about like a little earlier. The uh this the it's glow in the dark. It comes with the it comes with it if you buy the uh bat boomy backpack. Uh Ted Lazo Lazo. This is to me this is gonna be one of the bigger ones. Ted Lazo is becoming a really big uh television series. They've never had a pop before. And the first one is going to be a SDCC exclusive. This could really go up in price. I'm just saying. So, yeah. Uh, then we got the Squid Games, you, uh, Young He-Doll, and she's supersized. You got the Peacekeeper with the peace sign. You got Hugsy the Penguin from Friends. You got South Park Digital Sam from, the, <laughs> I remember that episode. And he's glow in the dark as well. And then you got uh, Parks and Rec, Jeremy Jam. I'm surprised they're still making Park and Re Parks and Rec's ones, but whatever. And then the, these two, a lot of people are going to probably want. Um, you got Rocker Toucan and Pirate Toucan. Um, I I got the original Toucan, so I'm probably not going to go after these, but I do kind of like the As a heavy metal enthusiast myself, I do kind of like the Rocker Toucan. I wouldn't mind getting it. All right, so yeah, that's it for uh, that's it for Funko. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. Uh, we got the Moon Knight. Uh, this one's already been uh, announced, but like Scarlet Scarab. Yeah, so she'll be there as well. Actually, before we go, before we uh, get out of here, let's go all the way back up and take a look at the uh, where everything's gonna be. Um, all right, so first we have uh, Amazon. Amazon shouldn't be that hard to get if you want the uh, Spider-Man $20.99. Uh, uh, box lunch, usually not that hard for the Grand Torino, but uh, who knows. Uh, Entertainment Earth, uh, I don't think it's that uh, it, hard. One of these two, I think, has a bit of, like, one of them, I can't remember which one, like, they're... Shipping can be a little like outrageous, you know. Uh, Walmart can be a real clusterfuck. Um, you never really know if they're what they're gonna do. Uh, Funko again can be hit or miss. Uh, I might go after the Ted Laszlo just if for no other reason, just to keep it out of somebody else's hands because I'm evil like that. No, I'm just fucking with you. But I might go after the Donatello, although I think this one will be hard to get. Um, so, yeah. So this is all the uh, Funko stuff. You got uh, Star-Lord, the... Uh, I, I forget her name. Uh, whatever. You got quite a few. And um, these ones usually go on on sale on time. So you'll have to be there. I believe it's usually 8 o'clock on the first day of the con not not preview night but the first day of the con so that would be thursday entertainment artist has a, a queen historia and the charmander the uh oh no i'm sorry for your entertainment so fy 
FYE, um, these can be a real, this one also, this, uh, you never know if they're going to have them in the stores, so you got to go online. But this guy right here is probably going to sell out fast. Uh, GameStop, pretty easy to get off of GameStop. I, I'm definitely going to go after this guy right here. Might go after this guy as well. Um, Target. Uh, I mean, if you're doing it online, it's probably going to be relatively okay. Um, Toy Tokyo, the only thing with Toy Tokyo is they definitely charge an arm and a leg for shipping but and these will almost definitely be uh um combined together so you have to buy them both so if you only want uh leonardo as a blue ranger you're fucked if you only want he-man you're fucked but i i wouldn't i, I want leonardo so i'll probably i'll probably go for it even though it's a little bit extra money and i'll have to buy both of them but i mean don't i mean i like he-man anyway so fuck it Anyway, so yeah, that's it for the uh, Funko. So let's uh, move on. Uh, if we can get off, off this page. <laughs> All right. Now, I know what you're going to ask. Why are we talking about COVID? Uh, because um, COVID cases in San Diego County have been going up. Like, as you can see, look here, like, uh, this is for uh, 2022, most of 2022 in this. So starting around right here, tw so 420, <laughs> I guess they're lacing the weed with it, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's going up quite a bit. And it, it, I mean, we don't know, for all we know, it tanked after this, but to be honest, I doubt it. So yeah, um, why am I bringing this up? Because San Diego Comic-Con has the, uh, has the potential to be a ridiculously super spreader event. I mean, you're talking about 130-ish thousand, 35,000 uh, people in a single convention center. You're talking about people who come who don't have badges. They come to downtown, the downtown area. In fact, Friday, I'm not going to have a badge, and I'm going to be in downtown, like, uh, San Diego, getting into some of the activations, because you can do that without a badge. Um, some people, more than, a, there's going to be a crazy amount of people in that area. And if you're having, like, uh, cases on the rise, that's a very bad thing. Um, it, I mean, at this point, I don't know how it doesn't become a super spreader event. So if you are going to San Diego Comic-Con this year, mask up, vax up, um, you know, use a lot of Purell. I mean, I, to be honest, I might just go around with a super soaker full of Purell, just spraying people if they get too close to me, because there is a very good chance that you will get uh covid if you go to san diego comic-con this year and i swear to god if anyone's like an asshole and coughs on me i will knock them the fuck out because again there's a very big danger and those t types of people who make light of that danger are assholes 
period. This is not something to joke about. This is You may not take it seriously. That does not give you the right to take away someone else's bodily autonomy to take it seriously. I mean, you get where I'm coming with that? So, yeah. That's all I want to say. Be careful. Uh, do as much as you can to, uh, to mitigate uh, risk. And hopefully we'll all come out of it with a fairly unscathed. All right. Let's move on. Next up, One Piece. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, Netflix is apparently doing a uh, live-action One Piece because they have yet to learn their fucking lesson. Um, here, here's my problem with this. And uh, don't get me wrong. I, have, I, I know all the obvious problems. But the main problem, the biggest problem, is not that it's not their track record with live action uh, anime stuff. It's not. Um, it's not. You know, what? I'm just gonna say what it is. It's the fact that this is an unrealistic thing to make a live action. You'd have to have an astronomical budget, which I'm. I'm. It's Netflix. I'm sure they do, but. You'd have to do CGI, like, up to wazoo. I mean, let's face facts. This is not going to be good. Is very, okay, let's give it a shot. Like, not, nothing's for certain. Is most likely not going to be good. It is probably, in fact, going to be pretty fucking horrible. And... I mean, is Netflix even making money off these live-action things? I mean, they have to be, right? Why are they keep fucking putting them out? I don't know. But I think we're all worried about this. Anyone who loves One Piece should be worried about this. Anyone who, uh, who likes anime in general should be worried about this. Netflix has a horrible, horrible track record when it comes to live action anime. Period. Cowboy Bebop. Bleach. Like all, all there's so many of oh my death note, they were all fucking bad. Why do they keep making this shit? Why do they keep fucking up our anime? There are some anime that just do not uh, like uh lend well to a uh, live-action adaptation. Fucking, it wasn't Netflix, but that fucking Dragon Ball fucking movie? Oh my god, that was dog shit. That was absolute shit. Stop making these live-action animes. There's a reason why they're animated. It's because you can't do 90% of the shit that's in them. And I get it, I get it, I really do. Because Marvel has made, like, these, like, great movies out of comic book heroes that should have the same problem. But Marvel is owned by Disney, who has bank for days. They can make this shit happen. And I'm not saying Netflix can't make this shit happen. I'm saying they don't know fucking how to make this shit happen. It's obvious. Because they haven't made this shit happen. They fucked it up at every turn. So, yeah. 
I just wanted to get that out there. I if you're not worried about this, you're not paying attention. Well, like if you're a One Piece fan and you're not worried about this, why not? All right. This to me, this is kind of in the same vein, but at, I'm gonna say because I don't necessarily think of this as an anime. I think of it as a cartoon because I believe it was made in America, and. So Avatar, The Last Airbender, like we all know what happened with the uh, the first movie. Um, th this article specifically says we, it, it needs to not mishandle Aang's origin story, but that's not the only problem with the uh, original movie. They changed a lot in that movie. Like uh, they made the end creature, I think, like, oh my god, dude. Like, it was just, it was really bad. They took out, uh, uh, I forget the name of the, uh, of the warriors, uh, the female warriors. Uh, I mean, Soka's, they took out Soka's uh, main love interest. What, what were their names? It was something, something warriors. But the point is, they took out major characters. They, uh, the act, the director M Night Shyamalan, kind of made it into a way to get a lot of his like friends and family into the movie, which is bullshit. Nepotism at its finest. Um, here's the thing, I think the movie was like two hours long. This is an eight episode uh, live action season. It, assuming you're only doing the uh, the Book of Water. It should be okay, because at very least it's gonna be uh, what eight episodes. If it's thirty minutes, it's gonna be four hours. If it's uh, an hour, it's gonna be like eight hours. So you're gonna have some time to uh, to get to flesh out the story. Like eight, like four hours would be like two of those movies. That's good. That should that would that should be enough time. To flesh it all out. Now, is this going to be good? No fucking clue. I mean, we all know Netflix is uh, like uh, a track. I talked about it just a second ago. Their track record with live action anime is not good. And I mean, you could. I mean, even though I would call this a cartoon, it's still animated. And I mean, I just don't know, man. I mean, I hope. They do well with this because I really do love Avatar, but I'm still worried. I'll watch it. I'm going to watch it, but that doesn't mean I'm not considerably worried about it because the movie was the the movie by M Night Shyamalan was actually absolute gutter trash. It was horrible. So, yeah. What what? Let's let's move on because I'm actually pissing myself off again. All right, next up we got Marvel Land's Planet of the uh, Apes. Rights. <sighs> this is good. I love this for Marvel. One, 
Planet of the Apes. Is anyone going to complain about getting Planet of the Apes comic books? I wouldn't think so. It's coming up, by the way, it's kicking off in uh, 2023, so don't expect anything this year. But, um, but this might be a good marketing strategy for Marvel. Marvel has struggled to make new characters and get them off the ground. So uh, this might be a good strategy for them by acquiring already uh, established characters and bringing them into their uh, to their universe. Think about it. Um, you have Marvel, which is owned by Disney, and I've said it before in this podcast. I'll say it again. They have deep pockets. They can make purchases. They can buy. Uh, they can buy. Um, rights to different uh, characters. And that might be the best way to go for them, for Marvel. To acquire different properties, bring them into Marvel, and then um, build upon them. Because God knows they, they, they have trouble building upon their own shit. So they have trouble building it up from the... If you have trouble building it up from the ground... Get something with a good foundation already uh, already set in there, and there's not much better foundation than Planet of the Apes. So, yeah. So I just wanted to talk about that really quick because I do think that this is a good strategy for Marvel. It's uh, it's not necessarily a normal strategy, maybe, but it's a good strategy for specifically for Marvel. I think. All right. And we're doing uh, one more segment, I think, than uh, we normally do, and that's because I I, I put Funko in a separate. I I kind of last minute decided to put Funko in its own uh, segment, but so we got this one right here. Um, event the Venom team of uh, Kate's and Stegman. Uh, re, uh, they're going to be doing a a series called Vanish, and it's going to be I think I believe it's coming out in September. This is not part of the poll of the week, by the way. Um, I have different ones for that. But I, I just thought I thought this was really cool, and I wanted to give it its own segment because um, you got two guys who are pretty well-known. They're making this... Uh, they're coming together with, for Image to make their uh, creator-owned comic book. Um, so... It's gonna be like uh like about wizards and uh superheroes. So can't hate that. And it's also gonna be considerably more um vulgar, especially in terms of uh the uh wording than Venom was. So you're gonna hear a lot more uh <laughs> a lot more cursing, uh or not hear but like see a lot more cursing. Um, I just think, I think it has the possibility to be a very good, um, pull. Uh, I shouldn't say pull because you'll think pull of the week, but, uh, I just think it has a really good shot to be a really good comic. Um, and it looks like, it, it really does look like it's going to be like gritty and grimy and, uh, and I really, 
as a person who loves like things like magic and loves things like superheroes, you always want to see new uh, projects work out for the creators. Because if, you, if, if this works out for them, then maybe they take a chance on another one. Maybe they don't go back to like Marvel. Maybe they don't go to DC. Maybe they go back to Image and say, hey, we got another idea for this, for another comic. You down? And hopefully they will be. So, I mean, anytime you have accomplished creators making their own comics, it's a good thing. It's good for the industry. And yeah, so I just wanted to sh uh, show this one. Definitely check it out. It's I Again, I believe it's coming out in uh, in September. I'm not 100% sure about that, but I'm pretty sure. Anyways, moving on. It is that time again, people. It is that time. Are you ready? DX, are you ready? Yeah, you're ready. All right, it's pull of the week, all right? So my first one, I'm doing two again because Key Money is not here. So uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm doing his for him. I, he didn't pick it, but... Pretend he did, I don't know. Uh, anyways, um, the first one I'm doing is Impact Winner. This is a uh, one-shot, so this is the only one. Uh, it's a prequel to the uh, audiobooks of the same name. Um, I kind of thought this was a cool one because I think that if this does well, it'll prove that there's a uh, audience for the audiobooks to be made into maybe comic books. So keep your finger crossed if you like those audiobooks. But yeah, here here we go. Uh it's been it's been one year since uh a comet hit Earth and blotted out the sun. Now the world is a dark, cold landscape ruled by vampires. In the British countryside, a band of survivors has formed a residence in the fallout shelter of a medieval castle. Among them is Darcy, a young, headstrong fighter waiting for the chance to prove she can be on the front lines. But when that opportunity comes, Darcy will come face to face with the true horrors of this world. Uh, so it's from uh, Travis uh, Beecham, Pacific Rim, and artist Steve, uh, Stephen Green, Hellboy, and uh, the BPRD. And you see right here, it's it's a prequel to the hit audio audible original. So hopefully we get hopefully this like uh, get some traction and we see maybe like a a comic book version of the actual audible uh, audibles audibles. Um, yeah. So so uh, let's move on to the next one. And the next one is uh, Rivers of London. Uh, this one's coming out from Titan Books. The, the, the last one was from Image, by the way. But this one's coming out from uh, Titan Books. Uh, I mean, the artwork on this is really nice. But um, when Chelsea... Uh, Chelsea? 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 Uh, no, let's just say Chelsea. When Chelsea and Olympia accidentally break an enchant an enchantment in the woods uh, deadly fairy tales from a mysterious old book begin coming to life to set things right chelsea and olympia must unravel a mystery dating back to the 1800s before they become victims of the lethal sorcery this what was the name of that uh uh that tv show 
that had like darker versions of the fairy tales was it in I, I I forget what it was called, but it it was on like I think WB. This kind of remind this kind of gives off that vibes, but darker. I mean, I think this could be a really good series. Um, Tiny Books doesn't really get a lot of uh sales, I don't think, but they do have some good stuff coming out through them. Uh, it's written by uh and Andrew Cartmel and Ben Aaron of Ernvich, oh, god damn uh good lord these names yeah i'm just gonna give up anyways um but yeah they do have some really nice stuff coming out through uh this stuff so through uh time books so I, I think it's i think it's good enough to give a give a pull to yeah so all right guys so we're gonna end the share there if I can, uh, nope. And the share. All right. All right. Next up, uh, that's about it for us this week. I don't know why I said next up, but yeah, that's uh, that's it for the, us this week. Um, really hoping Garrett. Or, uh, I said Garrett again. Uh, really hoping G Money will be back next week. Um, he should be. Like I said, this is being taped on the uh, 19th and put out on the 25th, and I believe he's coming back the 24th. So the so yeah, the reason why he's not on this one is he wasn't coming back till the 24th, and this is being put out on the 25th. So he literally, I literally would have had no time to uh, to do any of the shit I need to do to get this shit up in time. But, uh, yeah, so he should be back on next week. So, yeah. Anyways, thank you for listening, and uh, hope to see you next week again. Peace out, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Comic Vacation Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please think about following, ranking, and reviewing us on whatever platform you're on. Thank you again for listening, and peace out.